Welcome listeners to Go Your Own Way, the podcast where nothing matters. This is Peter. Also here is Jen. Yo. Hello. And Eric. Hi. Um, once again, we're going to do three short stories. Longtime listeners know that in the past we've done a few episodes like this. Um, normally, one of us will choose a story and then read it. But sometimes we like to do a bunch of short ones all at once. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. Story um. blitz. So, I think we're going to start with Jen's story. Because I've been looking forward to this one for a while. <laughs> 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 Alright. My story is called Dear Santa. It's a modern adventure by Leaf Maggio. And the only description is a letter, a game, a lifestyle. Ooh. Ooh. All right, so let's play. (laughs) Introduction. Because this is the absolute limit to my creativity, and I have to save something for the Xmas movies, you're welcome. And so our only choice is crap. It's the middle of December. Okay. All right. December 10th, 2014. You have received the fourth Santa letter from various Maggios. The bar is set seemingly higher this year than before, but of course, as usual, Dominic has written a terrible letter, clearly infuriating Santa, and ensuring more presents for the rest of us. You go through the usual list of ideas that you haven't yet used. Cast the children in your, ho- in your own Harlem Shake video. You immediately reject that idea, worried that Santa will not understand the dated reference. You quickly send off a funny gif to the family, simultaneously conveying your frustration at how they are clearly beating the pants off of you in the letter writing contest, and lulling them into a false sense of security that yes, their letters are that good. You take a quick break to feed and bathe the the children, all the while trying to come up with a letter that is witty, simple and somehow makes more fun of Dominic than your previous letters combined. Once the kids are in bed, you sit down at the computer to begin. And so our choices are, to heck with that! A glass of wine will help you get the creative juices flowing. (laughs) And... That sounds like something you'd choose. That is something I would choose. And the other choice is, you open your email and begin scrolling through spam. (laughs) Well, you know what I'm gonna pick. Oh yeah. I'm also behind drinking. Always be drinking. I as well. That's right. All right, let's get that glass of wine. You go into the kitchen to help lubricate the creative progress. process. Oh my mm. god. Box of wine is all that is left in the fridge. Yum! Box of wine, you exclaim to no one because Dominic is taking the long way home from work via Starbucks and, given your previous behavior, will clearly not be bringing any home to you, despite using up all of your gift card money. So sad. If only there was a way to get more Starbucks gift cards. Oh well, at least there's wine. You accidentally overfill the wine glass and it drops to the floor and shatters into a million pieces. As you are cleaning up the wine, you hear Oz beginning to scream. 
having been woken up by the sounds of broken glass. Great choice with the wine, you muttered to yourself disgustingly. So we either leave Oz to cry it out, or we go get him from his crib. Apparently so Oz is short for something? Oscar. I think we're a mom. Uh, I mean, how old is he? Isn't there like an age where you're supposed to let them scream? This is true. Self-soothing. Right. And that's why moms have to have wine. You drink that's the right. wine and let the kids self-soothe. <laughs> uh, I say we go get the baby. You think we get the baby? We should be a good mom. I don't know. <laughs> I had a dog who screamed every time we left the house, and we had to just let him scream for like a day and a half. Wow. Yeah. Say we let him scream until he can't scream anymore. Then he'll never do it again. Right? Choose something. Let him scream. Let him scream? Do it. Alright. Let him scream. You leave Oz to cry it out and finish cleaning the floor. A shard of glass gets wedged into your hand and after you pluck it out, cursing loudly about cheap wine glasses cheap wine and brick floor you stumble into the bathroom for a band-aid opening the medicine cabinet reveals shelves littered with dominic's ridiculous amount of allergy medicines and his various other pills after getting blood all over everything you finally locate a box of scooby-doo band-aids behind some expired cough syrup scooby-doo you you whine even the kindergartners are going to make fun of scooby-doo band-aids if only I had some cool Batman band-aids or something. <laughs> Once your wound has begun to clot and you no longer feel dizzy from blood loss, you return to the living room to once again try to work on your letter. Suddenly, you hear a scrambling noise at the door. A quick look into the kitchen lets you know Dominic is valiantly trying to open the door with his hands full of Kindle, iPhone, and one, one cup of Starbucks. So we either stay on the couch and let him unlock the door himself, or we open the door for Dominic. Don't open it. Why Why would he need help open? Yeah, no. He, yeah, he can handle opening a door. He only got one cup of Starbucks. F that guy. Right? Couldn't even get another one for his dear sweet wife. What a dick. He's sleeping on the couch tonight. He is. All right. Dominic somehow gets himself into the house and immediately get, begins to complain about the number of flu patients he has seen today, or the people who thought they had the flu and didn't, or the people who wanted strep tests, or the people who wanted medicine or something. Then the questioning begins. Did you get your flu shot yet? Why not? Why haven't you gotten the flu shot? It still works. You sigh and think about how lucky you are that you can simply just go get a flu shot. So many people do not have the access to vaccines, and it would be nice to give money to the UN Foundation to buy vaccines for those who cannot afford them, like the Shot at Life program. But you're still not getting the flu shot. A week of the flu sounds like a vacation at this point. You settle on the couch with Dominic and try to decide what to watch on TV. So. We choose The Walking Dead, or Dominic chooses The Flash. Flash? Can't stand The Walking Dead. Are we gonna let the boy choose what TV we watch, even though he didn't get us a cup of Starbucks? <laughs> no, he's, he's in the doghouse. That dick. It's gonna be another week before he gets any of this. That's right. Oh no. 
Yay, zombies! In the name of reanimated life forms, you try to resend one of your old letters to Santa, hoping he doesn't notice. This backfires, and you do not receive anything related to Batman, coffee, or donations to the UN. Hashtag Xmas fail. You lose. Sad face. Oh no! Oh no! I'm so confused. I was unaware that that's how writing letters to Santa worked. Like Apparently. Apparently we email Santa. (laughs) No, I think it's like a magic journal that as soon as you write it, like he has one on his desk, and as you write in yours, the writing appears in his. (laughs) (laughs) Just like a room full. I'm picturing like mechanical pens, like magically animated to write as you write. (laughs) Yes. Like just a room full of these like contraptions oh my well so how much do we want to do in terms of backtracking because i know we have three stories to do should we try to like try one more time like see if we change something to win oh i think we might as well move on to the next story and then if it's like really short at the end we can be like oh you know what let's try such and such story again okay sounds good to me would you would you like to go next eric sure why not so, uh, I have chosen Exploding Alarm Clock. Return that item. A Modern Adventure by Big Fish. Mm. Big Fish sounds familiar as an author. I wonder if we've... Hmm. Whatever. Maybe. It does It does sound a little familiar. So, our uh, description is, You buy an alarm clock from a store, only to have it explode in your face as soon as you turn it on. See if you can get rid of this alarm clock and get your money back, too. Oh, my. Hmm. So it's a it's a customer experience adventure. Oh great. <laughs> All right, are we ready? Yes. Okay. You put the alarm clock on your desk, pondering how great it will be to be able to get to places on time for once. You plug it into the wall socket and flip the switch. Suddenly you are blinded with a bright orange light, and suddenly your wall is scorched, and your alarm clock is smoking. With your smoking alarm clock in hand, you drive angrily to the store you got it from. Once at the store, you walk over to the customer service desk. Our only option is to go on. It blew up, the customer service person says, baffled by your explanation. Yes, it blew up, you say back. Prove it, she says. We can put the clock on the desk and turn it on, or ask to go outside to turn it on. I feel like it's a little more dramatic if we do it on the desk. Mm, yes. Like, oh yeah, you made me prove it, and now your stuff is all scorched too, sucker. Mm-hmm. Does that sound good, Peter? Yes. Okay. A loud and big explosion rocks the customer surface area. That's a <laughs> surface, not service. <laughs> Pieces of the alarm fly everywhere, leaving flaming scorch marks on the floor, wall, and ceiling. The darkest scorch mark is on the desk, which is almost completely black now. Holy crap, the customer service woman says, hiding under the desk. She stands back up. Eh, it's not supposed to do that. No, duh! You and a couple people in the line behind you yell back at her. She looks embarrassed. Well, there's no way we can take that back, she says to you. What? You reply. For one, it's pretty much a useless pile of junk now. She stares at the burning pieces of alarm clock that are scattered around the room, and there's no way the product was like that when you bought it. So our options are, oh yeah, let's see you prove that. 
Can't I at least get a new clock? Shouldn't you be paying everyone in this room? The third one. Yeah, we want to... Give us money. Like, go big for the indignation. I can get behind that. Mm-hmm. All right. Give us money, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> we are the broken alarm clock of the internet. <laughs> Making you late for work all the time. Sometimes mm-hmm. exploding. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't you give money to everyone here, you say to her? What's that supposed to mean? That clock nearly killed everyone in here, you yell at her. You know how lawsuits are these days. They could build a case like, you snap your finger, that! You should be bribing everyone here not to sue you. Oh, they'll be suing, she says to you. But they'll be suing you, not me. Why is that? This is going downhill. Mm Mm-hmm. Prove it, you yell at her. It's simple, she says. Everything is packed here in a special airtight complex of rooms. People have to wear oxygen tanks to breathe down here. Nothing gets in and nothing gets out, except for products and the people. By now, everyone in the room is staring at her. Most importantly, water never gets on anything, because no water is in here, she says. And water is the only thing that would make a clock blow up like that. So it's your fault. What? Exactly. That is, she is just making stuff up now. So our options are, let me see these airtight rooms. And what about bottled water? Aren't, I, wait, isn't she saying that we are in an airtight room right now? I thought so. It seemed like that. Shouldn't it be easy enough to be like, I'm not wearing a breath mask. No one here is wearing a mask. What are you talking about? I I feel like let me see these airtight rooms is yeah sure like I feel like what about bottled water is like going along with her a little too much mm-hmm all right let me see these airtight rooms you c- can't she stammers they're for personnel only that makes sense but it seems unlikely that they exist okay and now what about bottled water what about bottled water though you say what about it she yells back. That's water, right, you say? Is it that hard to believe that they could have spilled water in there? They're not that clumsy, she practically screams at you. She's sweating, freak. How can you prove that the packaging guys are, in fact, clumsy? Oh, she's saying the packaging people work in airtight rooms, I guess? That would make more sense. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we can point out the number of people in the return line. We can point out dented cans... Or we can point out the product recall paper. I like dented cans. Yeah, I'm kind of leaning towards dented cans as well. Okay. All right. Give me a minute, you say. You run off, grab a dented soup can, and run back. Look at this, you say, pointing at the dent. This product hasn't been bought yet. And look how dented it is. Obviously, the packaging team did this. In fact, most of the soup cans are dented beyond recognition. What? The customer service lady screams. She bangs her fist on the desk, sending scorched alarm clock pieces flying. Again. Now, there's a crowd gathered around the customer service area seeing what's going on. Now, to finally prove that the packaging team did this. Asked to see security camera footage from the packaging rooms. Let's see some security footage, you yell at her. If there's an airtight room here, it's got to have a camera in it to make sure no air does get in there. Sound. Sound logic. Let me get the footage, she says to your surprise. There actually is an airtight room? 
She starts to walk off, but one of the other employees yells out, There's no footage. There's no airtight room. The products aren't even packed here, he yells. You were lying, you scream at the woman. She's really sweating now. This is all your fault, she screams back at you. There's no footage, so you can't say that the packaging guys did it. Uh, So we can say, you're right, they probably didn't do it. Oh yeah, there's no way I did it either. Mm. I mean, I want to go with, there's no way I did it either, right? Yeah. Yeah, why would we pour water on it? Twice? Yeah. I couldn't have done it, you say. You don't have any footage of me doing it, right? Right? She flinches. You half expect her to say, I have footage because I stalk you. Well then, we're at a standstill. (sighs) Okay. Sure, we're at a standstill. If neither of us can prove anything, then what's the point? She says back at you. She has a point. The The packaging guys still could have done it. Although, why would there be water by alarm clocks being packed? How could I poke a hole in her claim? So we can say the packaging guys didn't do it, or there's no water in my house. That seems dumb. Yeah, it seems like. I'd say we say that the packing guys didn't do it. Just see how that goes. Mm hmm. Yeah. Just do like a complete redirect. Just like really throw her off. (laughs) All right. You're right. The packaging guys probably didn't do it. You say, What? She yells at you very loudly, making you flinch. (laughs) Doesn't that contradict everything you've been saying so far? No, it doesn't, because I think I know who put water on this alarm clock. It was some common thugs. It was you. It was me. I think we should blame her. (gasps) I think we should blame her. It was you. It was you. You scream while pointing at the customer service woman. Only one person would benefit from pouring water on a clock in the store. A person who worked at the store. What? She yells. She's sweating a lot, even more than before. Prove it. Prove that I wanted to make that clock explode and ruin your wall and the desk here. You're insane. That's why. Or you just proved it yourself. Oh, I say we say we, she just proved it herself. Yeah, I'm kind of leaning yeah. that way, yeah. Just to okay. make her go extra crazy. How did you know I put the clock near my wall? You yell at her. What? She screams. She's biting her lip rapidly. The, that, no, no. You snuck into my house and poured water on the clock. That's why. You yell at her. No, no. Her head is on the desk now. she passes out on the floor after she's done insanely screaming after she gets back up she admits to everything and you get your money back best hey we did it yay we did it we uh we steered that ship really well Good job, us. Proud of us. Mm-hmm. That was that was a that was a story. It sure was. We got our money back. We Probably got our money back. Twelve bucks, right? It's nothing to sneeze at. Give us our money back, listeners. <laughs> All right. One more story. Uno mas. Uno mas. Oh, that's not. It's, it's not a story. 
Oh, no. It's a quiz. Uh oh. Oh, no. What do you know about Spider Man? Uh. Here we go. He's a man? With the brain of a spider. This is by Darth Vader underscore 13. I hope you guys know a lot about Spider Man because I don't. Oh, oh, good. You picked a quiz that you're not even going to be helpful at. Perfect. Did we ever play Surviving School? Does that sound familiar? It does. Because Darth Vader 13 did that one. Oh, okay. No, I feel like we did a thing called Surviving School. That sounds familiar. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Let's go. Let's do it. Hello and welcome to What Do You Know About Spider-Man? The following contains questions for the Spider-Man comics, the movies, and the TV series. Here is your first question. What was the first comic Spider-Man appeared in? Was it Amazing Spider-Man number one? Amazing Fantasy number 15? Tales of Suspense number 28? Or Superhero Stories number three? <laughs> what? I don't know. Um, let's see. Well, I don't think it's going to be like Amazing Spider-Man 1, you know? Because they might not have introduced him. Like they might have introduced him earlier. Like by himself. Like as part of another thing. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say it's Amazing Fantasy 15. Okay. Let's just, let's just do it. Good as, yeah. As, uh, let's sure. just do it. And so we're not going to know probably until the end what we got score-wise. Yeah. Damn it. So, whatever. Um, number two, in which issue did Venom first appear in? Was it Secret Wars number five? Amazing Spider-Man number 299? Amazing Spider-Man number 376? Or Stories of the Symbiote number one? God Can I just- damn it, Peter. Can I just say that I think the, like, which issue did such and such happen in level of trivia is just... Fuck. It's just so annoying. Like, what issue did this thing happen in? No one knows and no one cares. Yeah. These are not interesting questions. Yeah, that's not... Stupid questions. I'm gonna say it was Secret Wars number five. (laughs) Why not? Yeah, I'm kind of leading that way. Let's do it. Secret Wars number five. Who was the first villain, not including the burglar, Spider-Man faced? Well, if we're going by the movies, this is the Green Goblin, right? Yeah. The uh, the options are Green Goblin, Doctor Octopus, Chameleon, or Vulture. Yeah. Uh, um, I think it originally they said we were starting with comic questions, so. It hasn't said anything else since then, so I'm thinking this is still comics. Uh, but I don't. None of us know any of this. I mean, let's say Green Goblin. Yeah, I think the movies do Green Goblin because he is the first big villain. It's either that or Chameleon, I think. But I'm perfectly happy to go with Green Goblin. All right, we're doing it. All right. Uh, what is the biggest change about Green Goblin in the Ultimate Spider-Man comics? They made him Hulk-like. He is now Harry Osborn instead of Norman. They changed his name to the Goblin. Or he used to be a member of the X-Men. I'm pretty sure it's he's now Harry instead of Norman. Yeah. That's what I would guess. Okay. During the issues 66 and 67 of Ultimate Spider-Man, 
Spidey switches bodies with which member of the X-Men? Kitty Pride, Scott Summers, who is Cyclops, Jean Grey, or Logan, who is Wolverine? I know that Spider-Man and Wolverine have quite a few, like, sort of adventures together in Ultimate Spider-Man, so I would guess Logan. Okay. Alright. I'm not going to question any of these suggestions, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Alright. Um, Alright, now we're on the, onto movies here. Uh, who plays Mary Jane Watson in the three movies? Is it Sarah Michelle Gellar or Kirsten Dunst? It's Kirsten Dunst. Sure is. Boom. Who directs the Spider-Man movies? Sam Raimi. S- Sam Raimi. Yeah. Who was the main villain in Spider-Man 2? Dr. Octopus. Bam. Which of the following characters who were in Spider-Man 2 were not in the comics? Who the hell is Ursula? John Jameson, Richard Hinther, or Ursula? Uh. So apparently these were all characters in Spider-Man 2, <laughs> the movie. <laughs> I don't I don't remember Richard Hinther or Ursula from either the movie or the comics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Ursula, fuck it. Yeah. What is one of the major changes in the movies? Spider-Man was not in high school in the comics. Spider-Man doesn't make his web shooters in the movie. Spider-Man's real name is Tom Falanco in the comics. <laughs> it's that he doesn't make his he web shooters. He doesn't make his web shooters. Because <laughs> in the movie, it just comes out of his hand. Yeah. Cool. Now we're on to video games. Which two game systems was the game Spider-Man released on? PS2 and Xbox, Xbox 360 and PS3, or PS1 and Nintendo 64? Uh, oh, shit. I want... It's between the first two. I'm, I know there was a Spider-Man game before Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3, that generation. Well then... Spider-Man's old as hell. Wouldn't they have Spider-Man on, like, the first consoles? I really feel like there was a PlayStation 1 Spider-Man game. Possible. Was there a Nintendo 64 Spider-Man game? Not that I can think of. I can only think of the god-awful Superman one. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Maybe it is PS2 and Xbox. Alright, I'm clicking it. Alright. How many boss fights are there in the game Spider-Man? Oh, six, seven, eight, or nine? <laughs> nine. I'm choosing nine. All right. What is the subtitle for the Spider-Man 2 game on PS1? Well, we fucked that one up, so I guess. We, yeah, I guess we did. Fuck. So the subtitle, so is it Spider-Man 2 Sinister Six? Spider-Man 2 Enter Electro? Spider-Man 2 Rhino's Revenge or Spider-Man 2 Rise of the Goblin I bet it's Sinister 6 Also, we might not have screwed it up because this is Spider-Man 2 the game Mm. I think the previous question was about the first Spider-Man game Oh, okay Well, But if if Spider-Man 2 was on PS1 Yeah, if the second one was on PS1 the first one must have been on PS1 Unless they released them in reverse order that would be pretty weird. Like, Spider-Man 1 would be a prequel released <laughs> on PS2. So, uh, Sinister 6? Yeah, alright. 
What was the first Spider-Man game on the PS2? Was it Spider-Man the movie game? Ultimate Spider-Man the game? Or Spider-Man 2 the movie game? It's got to be Ultimate uh, Spider-Man the game, right? Alright, I'm clicking it. What is the final boss in the original Spider-Man game that is only in that game? Copycat, Joshua Dantel, Sibiot Goblin, or Monster Ock? What? I don't know who Joshua Dantel is, but I kind of want to pick him because it's it's so random. All right. Yeah, the only per- it's just like a normal dude's name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, now we're on to the TV show. Oh boy. I think this is the last section. Oh boy. What what year did the Spider-Man Saturday morning cartoon show premiere? Shit. 1993, 1995, 1998 or 2000? Oh god. I'm terrible at years and stuff. I know I watched the show, but I don't know if I like was watching reruns or the first run. Let's or... go with the, the like problem... 93 or 95. Let's say 95. The problem with these is that there's probably been like 20 different Spider-Man shows. Yeah. And so we don't know what the hell they're talking about. Yeah. Well, I mean, they uh, say the first one, but But the first one was like in the 60s. Who You mean the live okay. action Japanese one? No. Yeah, this is saying Sorry Morning Cartoon, man. Yeah. I'm thinking of cartoon. Never mind. Just keep going. I think you're thinking of Batman. Uh, oh, that really old animated one that you see like turned into memes every once in a while? Yeah, that one. Yeah. Oh, shit. You're right. I don't know. Yeah. So I'm not completely crazy. What year was that show canceled? 97, 99, 98, or 2000? Let's say 98, because if it started in 95, I feel like there's never as many seasons of these shows as I remember there being. Yeah. Like, when you're a kid, it seems like they go on forever, right? But it's really only, like, three <laughs> seasons. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay. What was the name of the last episode? Well, this is an easy one. Let's go with the final episode. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Which of these characters did not make an appearance on the show? Punisher, Daredevil, or Ghost Rider? Uh, Daredevil, I think. Alright. Because... Sure. Go ahead. Well, I think there was... I think they tried to do a Ghost Rider animated show at one point, and I think they tried to cross-promote it with Spider-Man. Oh, okay. Or I'm insane. Whatever. One of those two. True or false, in one episode, the Jackal helped Spider-Man fight the Kingpin. Mm. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> say true. <laughs> All right, you finished the test. Click to click continue to see how you did. That's Very gonna poorly. Because it's gonna actually. Uh, I don't feel like reading all the right answers. Oh, but it doesn't. Wait a minute. Six to nine out of twenty. Oh, what does that mean? it was Chameleon, the first villain. Ah, oh, I should have stuck with my instincts. They made. Wait, hang on. At least we got Ursula right. Good job, team. Hey, and we got we got the years of the of the of the show, the cartoon right yeah. as well. Yeah, nice. Oh. Um. So I don't understand. Why does it say six to nine out of twenty? We got between six and nine correct. <sighs> Fuck it, I don't care. Okay, that's the end. Thanks for listening, listeners. <laughs> um. 
Sorry about do our things on Facebook. Sorry about our sucking at Spider-Man trivia. <laughs> I expected more out of you. Out of me? No, I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. If you know something about Spider-Man, tell us on Facebook, listeners, at facebook.com slash podcast. Or if you've ever returned something to a store because it exploded, tell us on Twitter at GoYourOwnWayPod. We're many other places as well, but you probably don't care. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.